Hello, 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 my friends. What is going on? Happy Monday. I hope you you guys are all doing very well. How was your weekend? Did you guys do anything special? Did you maybe, I don't know, go out for dinner? I don't know, maybe do some shopping? Maybe you went on one of those eyes wide shut orgies with those goofy masks like the Tom Cruise movies? And, you know, whatever you did, I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope there was copious amounts of alcohol involved. This is episode number 44 of the Hostile Environment Podcast. And I have to thank you all for the feedback that I've been receiving on the um, the Instagram gimmick through direct messages and also by emails on ideas for the 50th episode. I received a lot of feedback, so thank you. Um, some people even gave me a few show ideas, some new segment ideas, one of which I immediately liked. And that was from Jennifer. Um, she suggested that I do a segment on horrible Facebook things that enrage me. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that's a good idea. Um, this should not only prove to be easy, because that's all Facebook is full of, but apparently uh, will also probably be pretty entertaining. So thank you, Jennifer. I think I will try that out on Thursday's episode. And speaking of Thursday's episode, I'm going to bring a little hostile advice with Jay because I've gotten three requests to get my perspective on some issues uh, and I've got to do it because one of them just happens to be kind of time sensitive. So I figured I'd do them together. So if you'd like to come and sit on the the hostile pod couch, um, if you want to send some more questions in before Thursday morning and I will analyze you. And we will try to solve your issues together. So, that is that. Also, I have sent out six bumper stickers already to those of you who sent me screenshots of proof that you've downloaded the Military True Crime Podcast. Well, now that our business is concluded with them right now, I'm going to open it up to everyone else, I suppose. That's a good idea. So, if you can show me that you've given me any kind of five-star rating on your preferred podcast listening platform, you know, Apple, Amazon, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, any of those, or you can just prove that you've shared a link to my show with someone you know, I will also send you out a bumper sticker on my dime, right? Um, Now, just because they're bumper stickers, that doesn't necessarily mean they have to go on your car or your automobile. You guys know that, right? I mean, they will literally stick to anything. Your desk, your phone case, even your partner's face while you make love. That way you can think of me even when you're not listening to the show. That that, And send me a screenshot of that as well because I would definitely post that. Uh, they can pretty much go anywhere. So, um, you know, does somebody have a, a special birthday or an anniversary coming up and you just don't know what to get them? Well, a hostile environment bumper sticker is a perfect gift for that special someone. Um, Whatever the case is, um, if you'd like some free stuff, then follow the directions and some free merch will be coming your way. All right, let's get into a few housekeeping issues. Uh, The first one being that I appreciate all of the feedback that I got from last episode regarding the announcement that after show number 50, I will be going down to a one podcast a week format. And for those of you who wrote me things like, um, uh, you know, come on, Jay, you can figure out how to keep doing two shows or why don't you just record one really long show and break it into two parts. I, I do appreciate the suggestions, but unfortunately it's just not possible at this time. 
Uh, I seriously, I just don't have the time right now to the time and not to mention the other reasons that I laid out on the show. I mean, there's so many things. And as for recording one really long show and splitting it into two parts, somehow I, you know, it didn't work for Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead. So it's going to be hard to pass, uh, to, to, to pull that idea off. So I'm just going to have to pass, unfortunately. Um, now, this doesn't mean that it's a permanent change. I could very well go back to being a two-show-a-week podcast, but for now, it just can't happen. Um, like I said, I would be doing a disservice to you guys. I'd be struggling to provide you with funny, original content, and that would be just, you know, it just wouldn't be worth it for any of us to do that. So um, now on to the next order of business, guys. We are exactly 53 downloads away from 3,000, and that's uh, four, in 43 episodes. Uh, those numbers are amazing, but let's make that final, you know, pelvic thrust to orgasm, and let's get this podcast to three thousand. And uh, to do that, I need you to share the show with anybody out there. Let's get let's get those numbers up. Um, even the local hobo in your area, you know, you know, they've got a phone. I've seen them actually with phones in their pockets while they're begging for change. Um, you know, they probably don't have any data, so maybe you should invite them into your home. Make them a hot meal, let them, you know, scam your Wi-Fi to download the show, and then you will also earn a hostile environment bumper sticker. If you can send me a picture of a homeless person in your house downloading my show, I will most definitely send you out a bumper sticker. That seems only fair, I think, so there you go. All right, moving on. Um, Unfortunately for me today, there are no paid promotions or ads to read today. I couldn't find the time over my vacation Uh, or even up until today, actually, to put together a pitch to write up and send out. So today's show is actually costing me money to provide you guys, but that's okay, because Jay loves you all, and Jay loves what he's doing. So with that being said, uh, how about you show show Jay some love and follow him on all social media platforms, even stupid, horrible, awful Facebook. Uh, Here's where you can find me, um, and eventually learn to worship me as your podcast lord and savior, on Horrible Facebook, I am Jay Cowell. Um, I did post a picture, uh, some pro- personal pictures up there just recently. So it's not all just, uh, you know, sex stuff and, and gross stuff and funny stuff. So uh, on IG, host.enviro.pod. Uh, TikTok at the hostile environment pod. The Twitter is at podcast underscore hostile. Um, not getting any followers there. Things seem to have leveled out. Not really sure why. Email, I am j.hostile.environment at gmail.com. And Patreon, which none of you have clearly gone on. Uh, the Hostile Environment Podcast. Buy me a coffee there. Uh, all right. Now, uh, that that part of the business is, is done. We have no ads to read. We have no plugs. Who's ready to laugh? So let's do some headlines from your phone that you'll never see on TV, right? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I, before we get to that, um, I don't want to forget... Um, if you've never seen a grown-ass man having a, let's just say, minor meltdown while screaming into the speaker at a gas pump, then you're really missing out. Because I did that on Saturday afternoon. Let me ask you guys, uh, and I, this is a general question, why in the fuck do those big-ass gas stations have more prepay pumps than regular pumps? Where, you know, you pull up, the regular ones, you pull up, you pump your gas, you go into the establishment, and you pay, and you leave. Nice and easy, everything was fine. And uh, don't give me the bullshit excuse of COVID and social distancing, because it's been this way for way longer than COVID's even been fucking around. I mean, 
I'm, 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 I pull in and there's prepays all over the place and there's only like three regular pumps. Um, I don't know. Are, as a society, are we just too damn lazy to walk into the store now? Uh, because these pre-pumps can fuck right off. I'm, I'm just done. I hate them. First off, why aren't they positioned better? That is my big question. Maybe put all of the prepay pumps at the back, you know, furthest away from the store. But nope, they literally have them scattered throughout all of the other pumps. So you, you, you pull up and this one is a prepay and that one's a regular and the next one's a prepay. It, there's no rhyme or reason for it as, as, as near as I can tell. And the only time that you can tell that it's a prepay because they're really not labeled is when the prick begins to yell at you through the fucking speaker, you know, on the pump. Oh, sir, this is a prepaid pump. Please insert your card to pump your gas. Oh, well, you know, I would, Majinder, but the pump is beeping now, and uh, it won't take my goddamn Optimum card um, off my Apple wallet because it doesn't scan, and I need a fucking car wash, so how are we going to make this happen? And then Majinder, Majinder has the nuts to say, So there is a sign on the pump that says prepaid only. And yes, Majinder, you're right. On the top of the pump is a sticker that says, you know, just that. But why doesn't it have, you know, some sort of color identifier? You know, make the pre-pumps a different color than the regular pumps. So you know when you pull up, um, you know, or before you turn your car off at the very least. I mean, maybe if the pre-pumps stood out from a distance uh, and, and, and are maybe away from everything else, you know, away from the regular pumps. We wouldn't have a loud, fat asshole like me yelling at poor Majinder, who's making minimum wage, who's just trying to make it through his shift without getting robbed and stabbed. I mean, I, I can't be the only one who's had this experience. This is extremely frustrating. I, 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 there's got to be other people out there who have had this. And since we are talking about frustrating experience, you know, regarding, well, I'm talking about gas bombs right now, but, you know, in experiences in retail, period, or just out in the world in general, I would love for you guys to write in and tell me what infuriates you. Give me something that has happened to you recently or, or you know, in the past, and I will read it out on the show to see if anyone else has had the same experience. This will be kind of like, um, if you guys watch Family Guy, kind of like Peter, Peter Griffin's, you know what really grinds my gears? He had a segment like that and he got on TV and whatever. It was a funny episode. But it's something we can all bitch about together. You know, if you want to vent, you know, something pisses you off, tell me on social media. I will read it on the show and we can bitch about this shit together. Um, I'm not even sure if there's a way for you guys to actually voice record your frustrations and send, send them to me because I'm not too good with this technological bullshit. But if you can, if you know how to send it in verbal, do that. That'd be awesome. I can even cut that into the episode and actually play your exact quote. Um, I do know how to do that because I'm kind of a podcast master. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not, actually. All right, uh, let's get on to the headlines. Um, I'm going to come out hot and give you a great one right off the bat. Here we go. It's been a while. Indian man accused of raping cow claims it is the reincarnation of his dead wife. Now, uh, let's go with uh, Rajiv Chowdhury, 34, was intercepted this week by uh, Atticosa County Police after ranch owner Ted Bewicki called police after he found a half-naked man sexually assaulting one of his cows. Uh, Bukowski first believed the cattle were being harassed by coyotes. 
until he dis he discovered it was, in fact, a man that was the source of the disturbance. He asked me not to shoot. He told me he wouldn't do it again if I didn't call police, Borowski, who's 67 years old, told reporters. Uh, professor of Religious Studies at the University of Houston, Janet Fitzgerald, believes Rajiv Chowdhury's sexual assault upon the cow must be understood in the specific cultural and religious context of Hinduism. The man lost his wife last year and possibly was honest when he said he believed the animal was the reincarnation of his dead wife, she told local reporters. In Hinduism, sex with animals is not uncommon, and many of their uh, deities share half-human, half-animal features, she explained. Okay, so uh, I have zero interest in religion, to be totally honest with you. Uh, I, have, I have no interest in my religion. Uh, I have no interest in your religion. Or as the band R.E.M. used to say, losing my religion. But I do know that if having sex with animals is not frowned upon by what, whatever religion you, you follow, um, methinks it's time to expand and maybe find a religion that's a little more normal. You know, how about trying Scientology? There you go, that's a little bit more normal than having sex with animals. Alright, um, our next headline also involves an animal uh, and just so happens to involve India. What are the odds, right? Seems like we've got a bit of a bestiality India theme going on in today's episode. I didn't do it on purpose, it just kind of worked out this way. And there might just be more. Who knows? Surprise, surprise, stay tuned. Uh, here we go. British father bitten by deadly snake while battling coronavirus in India after he contracted malaria and dengue fever. Jesus fucking Christ, if this poor bastard didn't have bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. A British father is suffering from blindness and paralysis in hospital in India after being bitten by a snake while battling coronavirus, his family said. Ian Jones was in intensive care on Friday after being bitten by a black king cobra in the village in the northwest of the country. Both Jones and his son, the former healthcare workers, had already experienced malaria and dengue fever during their few months in the country of India, where Jones had been running uh, Sabarayan, a charity-backed social enterprise aimed at helping people trade their way out of poverty. His family, who lives with him, uh, described Mr. Jones as a fighter, saying they hope the blindness and paralysis are temporary. Yeah, I, I hope so too. They also said we will not. We were naturally concerned about him, uh, though. Th we were naturally concerned about him, though. And when we heard he had also suffered what is usually a fatal snake bite, on top of all uh, that he had been through, we honestly couldn't believe it. I can't believe it either. This poor bastard. It really has been touch and go. He is in stable condition at the moment, although he has paralysis in his legs and blindness, both of which we hope is temporary, but it's clear he is going to need to remain in hospital out there for some time to come. Fucking damn shame, man. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of hoping, I'm kind of rooting for Ian James here. Hang on one sec, guys. Just going to have a sip of coffee as I'm recording this at 9.15 in the morning. Here we go. Thank you, thank you. Uh, here's a headline that uh, both that's both retarded and confusing. I know technically you're not supposed to use the R word, but 
I fucking love that word, and I'm just not going to stop. And uh, I also find this article to be probably untrue, but I'll let you guys judge for yourself. Here we go. Men are worse for climate change than women because they love meat and cars. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so that's that's the headline. And here's the... Men emit 16% more greenhouse gases than women because they tend to spend more money on fuel and eat more meat. Among other things, a new study just found. Uh, the, discre the discrepancy is attributed to spending habits on what men choose to spend their money on and not because men spend more money than women overall. In fact, they only spend about 2% more than women in total, according to the study published in the Journal of Industrial Ecology. Meat and dairy have much higher emissions than all other replacements, including tofu, soy, and oat milk, not to mention vegetables, the study says. While travel by train or staycations offer alternatives to air and car travel, Pork, for example, is five times more polluting than tofu, while lamb is a whopping 25 times more polluting than tofu. So wouldn't that make Greeks the worst? The lamb? You, yeah, anyways. Um, while women are less likely to emit greenhouse gases, they're bearing the brunt of the climate crisis. The European Environmental Bureau uh, European Network has quoted... True. That's uh, uh, all right. Look, I, I I don't believe men get a lot of shit. Or sorry, wait. Let me rephrase that. I already believe that men get a lot of shit thrown at them. You can't go blaming climate change now on us too. That's like doing a touchdown dance after kicking a field goal. It's just not necessary. And you just know. I I just I knew when I read this article right off the bat that it was fucking done by a woman, and sure enough, reading the entire article back, it's written by Anya Zolodowski. Uh, yeah, that's a very easy name to pronounce. Uh, I, I, I gotta believe that Anna, who is clearly a hater of the male gender, and quite possibly a massive carpet muncher, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, uh, like, come on, Anya, honey, maybe it's time to get on the old Tinder gimmick and start swiping right, and maybe possibly end up hooking up with a stranger in the hopes of getting stuffed like a turkey, and then maybe um, you know, he'll stuff all this anger that you've built up inside of you, he'll stuff it right out of you, because, sweetie, climate change is not our fault, but thank you for trying to blame it on us. That is a very classy move. And now on to our last headline of the day, um, which I guess would, is what some people would call the closer of the show, or, you know, the main event. Um, you know, let's just go to it. Um, here we go. It's not what it looks like. Ottawa man caught with pants down in pony stall. When police found the intruder at the Ottawa stables, he was in a stall with his pants down and his penis up, standing next to a miniature pony that had been tied up and lubed with massage oil. I'm sorry, it's not what it looks like. Ryan Dodd, who's 30, immediately told police officers, according to their notes, uh, cited at the criminal trial last week for break and enter and attempted bestiality in which he was found guilty of both. Um, whatever it looked like, 
Ottawa Police and Ontario Provincial Police, or the OPP, um, responded to the break-in call early uh, in January of 2021, uh, told him to put his pants down and, uh, sorry, told him his put his pants on, and he did so, only put them on backwards, saying, oh, this is embarrassing. Police found the smell of scented body over scented body oil overwhelming my god it's too early in the morning for these big words overwhelming um dodd was cooperative with arresting officers and said he had been drinking and did two lines of cocaine a few hours before breaking into the barn police seized an empty bottle of oil and rope uh the miniature pony has been restrained had been restrained with one rope around her neck and another around her hind quarters police also seized a pink silicone vagina replica used for masturbation from the pocket of Dodd's hoodie. An examination by a veterinarian revealed no trauma to the pony's vaginal area or rectum. Three swabs showed no semen or oil from the vagina, hamstring region, or hind legs. The the veterinarian noted a copious oily perfumed substance on the rump and found the pony's vulva was abnormally clean, and there was no oily film palpable around the vulva lips. The successful prosecution by Ottawa Assistant Crown Attorney Tara Dobeck provided only attempted bestiality, and Dodd's defense was that it wasn't all what it looked like, and he had broken into the barn to only masturbate. In fact, he had brought his own replica vagina, the medical examiner uh, also showed no sexual assault. But Dodd, who did not testify in his own defense, was found guilty of attempted bestiality and break and enter. Police responded within 15 minutes of the call, found Dodd's Chevy pickup truck, oh, Chevy pickup, what a shock, uh, parked a couple of hundred meters down the road from the barn. The engine was still hot. Dodd was a private in the Army and worked as a vehicle technician. He joined the Canadian Armed Forces in 2013 and was released in 2017. He had no deployment and was posted mainly at CFB Borden at Petawawa. The morning he was arrested, just after 3 in the morning, Dodd told police he had been dishonorably discharged from the military in 2017. Dodd will be subjected to a sexual behavior assessment while he awaits sentencing and is expected to appeal his case later this year. So that would obviously mean that he's going to get on the stand to defend himself, and god damn that's fucked up! Um, I mean, did you notice in the story, he said it's not what it looked like, he just went into masturbate. Um, you're going to jerk off to a horse? I mean, fuck man, it's 2021! You have a cell phone! You porn! You Pornhub! Fucking anything! You can find porn everywhere, and you want to bang a horse? Oh my... And if, if it wasn't, oh, I don't know. Oh. So you, you, you blast a few rails of blow, you had some daddy sodas, and you find yourself in a barn with a pony and some louve. I would love to hear the breakdown of what was actually going to happen after he'd lubed the horse up and wh- what his excuse is going to be if he actually gets on the stand. And had the police not shown up, I mean, what, you were going to have a romantic slow dance? You know, possibly binge watch Breaking Bad with the pony from your phone. Um, you know, and, and how exactly does lube come into play here if you weren't going to fuck the horse? Come on. Anyways, regardless of, of uh, how it looked or what was about to happen, 
This human fucking funnel cake of a man is behind bars, and unfortunately, he will be let out someday, and it will most likely be sooner rather than later, and he will do something similar to this, because these types of people, unfortunately, they do not get better, they just get worse, and trust me, I worked with these perverts in the prison, I'm well aware of, of, of what they're capable of, and they don't get better. Um, so yeah, that, that's a fucking shame. Um, you know, I'll, let me think, you know, all this, all this talk of animal love, uh, it, it makes me want to leave you with a couple of more headlines. Maybe this isn't the way to go out about, you know, the whole bestiality thing. Um, you know, it, it's not that it's not positive. It's just, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. I was going to end the show with another way. Um, but gosh darn it. I'm just having so much fun today. I want to give you some more headlines. So I'm going to break into some headlines that I kind of have for next show. Let's go to this one. Uh, suspect burned down tech, uh, sorry. Suspect burned down family's Texas home because they didn't follow the Bible. Philip Daniel Mills, who's 40 years old, set fire to the El Paso, Texas home on Thursday around midnight, according to police. Mills doused the living room sofa with gasoline, then used a lit cloth to start the fire, leaving his mother, Florence Annette Mills, who's 82, and brother Paul Aaron Mills, who's 54, inside the home while they slept. Once the sofa caught fire, Philip walked outside the house and waited to see if his mother or brother would go outside, but they never did, the affidavit reads. The defendant advised that he waited outside the resident with large rocks in his hand, in the event that either his mother or brother made it outside of the burning residence. So if it's not bad enough, they were in the house while they were sleeping and the fucking place is on fire, if they actually made it out of the house, he was going to throw massive stones at them um, you know, this guy's just got a fucking heart on for his family. Um, Mills later confessed while being questioned that he started the blaze because he was seeking to purge the home of biblical evil. He confessed that an angel told him to rid the house of all evil. And if nobody survived, then they deserve to perish because they were demons. By the time the firefighters pulled the brother from the house, he had suffered such severe burns that he was rushed to hospital where he later died from his injuries. The mother was hospitalized in critical condition and treated for burns and smoke inhalation. The affidavit reads that Mills laughed when officers told him what had happened to his mother and brother. Mills was charged with capital murder and arson. So once again, um, these angels, apparently, uh, who are just chilling up there, have nothing better to do than fuck with the stupidest people down here um i mean after reading this story you, you gotta kind of figure that um they must have some sort of angels betting props game going on up there in heaven or like kind of like a like a fantasy football kind of gimmick where they all get a certain number of retards there's that word again uh so they all get a certain number of retards and they see who can make them do the dumbest shit so i'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that um they haven't come at me yet but, you know, obviously life isn't over. Uh, I mean, look at some of the stupid shit I've already done. And that was just for entertainment purposes. Imagine if I had a, a sexy angel trying to get me to do shit. So, I don't know. And speaking of stupid shit, um, let's do one more headline so I can send you into the rest of the work week feeling better about yourselves because you are not as stupid as this fucking guy. Angry guy hooks up car battery and connects the other end to his balls with alligator clips. Um, and, oh, sorry, and there's more, uh, 
Sorry, let me do that again. Angry guy hooks up car battery and connects other end to his balls with alligator clips and then posts proof to win an internet argument. So I, I, when I saw this, I read the entire story and let's just say the headline is way actually better than the explanation itself. You see, it, it turns out that this dude was on some sort of chat forum. I'm not really sure what, like fucking some sort of electricity electrical currency platform. I don't even know what it was. Um, um, you know, it's something that people do on a Friday night when they're very lonely is go on a Friday night sexy chat room with internet people and talk about electricity and shit like that. Um, long story short, he zapped the shit out of his ball sack um, and half of his ball sack actually looked extremely discolored. Uh, he said the pain was horrible, but it was bearable. But putting the alligator clips on was actually the worst part. So I, f I feel like this guy didn't win a lot of debates in his life or a lot of arguments. Uh, hence why he went so above and beyond to prove his point. And the fact that he actually live streamed the entire procedure is probably money and should have been on pay-per-view. Or at very least, he should have been on America's Got Talent. I mean, you're really wasting this away by you know, giving this for free, I would love to watch a guy hook up, um, you know, a, a fucking, uh, um, car charger to his fucking balls. Uh, that, that's, that's just money. Um, it just is. So there you go, guys. That is the end of today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are all having a great fake Monday, um, holiday Monday. If you're here in Canada, this is one of those made up civic holidays that give us a day off. I do appreciate it. I'm sure you guys do too. Um, it's nice. I'm actually having my social media advisor and his lovely family over to the house to barbecue. We have six racks of ribs ready to go. We have corn on the cob. We have salad. Um, and I think today's going to be an alcohol-free day. How about that? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting better at this. I'm also having uh, my buddy Nick over with his lovely family as well. So... That is the end of the story for today. That is the end of the Monday podcast. I will talk to you on Thursday for another edition of the Hostile Environment Podcast, which will be episode number 45, which means five away from 50. So get those ideas in. Hit me up with any ideas that you have. Uh, if you have any questions or if you want to be on the Hostile Podcast, remember to send me the questions before Thursday and I will get them on the air if I can. Aight? So that is it for today. So until... Uh, Thursday. Bye for now.